0: Hustle on over today.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, where we talk all things reality TV and pop culture. We have so much to get into this week two humongous bachelor nation breakups, the Kardashian finale, but let's start with the pop 3. If you're new here, the pop 3 are the biggest stories in Hollywood that you might have missed. So, number 1, Black China and Rob Kardashian have settled out of court. Did you know there was about to be another trial? You know, we did just get done with the trial Black China against Chris, Chloe, Kim, and that one didn't really go over well for China, but let's get into this new one with Rob. This was supposed to start on Monday, and it was just between China and Rob. China was suing Rob for posting nude photos and videos of her on social media in July of 2017. But the two apparently worked out a new settlement deal just before jury selection could begin for their trial. Literally the potential jurors were lined up outside the courthouse, but we're told you can go home now. There's no details of what the settlement deal was. I don't think that there will be any details released, but like I told you, China lost another court battle last month when a jury decided that the Kardashian Jenners did not defame her and awarded her no damages. Not only that, the Kardashians now are requesting that China pay over $390,000 in litigation costs. That's not including like lawyer fees and stuff. So I feel like it wouldn't be too far off to say that Black China saw how the first trial went and thought, I don't have another $390,000 to pay the Kardashians if I lose this trial. So let's just settle and call it a day. Headline number two, Amber Heard is said to be in talks for a tell-all memoir. You thought the drama between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard was done? You're wrong. You're wrong. According to Hollywood Life, reports say that Amber Heard is in talks to write a tell-all book of her alleged experiences with Johnny Depp during their relationship and sources say she's not concerned about the possible consequences the book could have for her movie career, the source says that Heard, quote, considers her career in Hollywood over, adding, at this point, she has nothing to lose and wants to tell all. You know, in my opinion, she already did tell all because she did a sit-down interview with Savannah Guthrie where she said, you know, a bunch of different things. One of those things being that she still loved Johnny Depp. But she also said that she has, quote, binders worth of years of notes about the alleged incidents of abuse from Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's legal team issued a statement about the rumored book deal saying the defendant and her team are back to repeating, reimagining and re-litigating matters that have already been decided by the court. Heard's team said after the verdict, they plan to appeal the decision. I haven't really heard anything about that. Is it some kind of legal inception to have Amber Heard write this tell-all book that she, so that she could pay Johnny Depp $8.4 million in damages that she now owes him? She's got to pay him somehow. Also this week, there were photos of Amber Heard shopping at TJ Maxx. And let me just say this real quick. There will be no TJ Maxx slander on this podcast. I have one about a half a mile down my street. And I like to go in there and black out sometimes. You know, I'm old. I'm 29. Like, I don't go out on the town anymore. I like to be in bed by nine o'clock. But my definition of fun is walking into TJ Maxx and walking out and not remembering what happened when I went in there. However, it's alleged that she tipped him off, called TMZ, said, hey, come get these photos of me and TJ Maxx. I don't know. I'm so over it. Our final headline this week: Haley Bieber is being sued over her skincare line. According to TMZ, Haley Bieber is headed to court for trademark infringement over the name of her new skincare line, Road. So there's a clothing company in New York called Road NYC claiming that Haley and her new business could affect their brand, saying that people have been tagging Haley's company by mistake. Instead of theirs on social media, and that it all leads to consumer confusion. Road NYC has been around for a while. Um, I want to say they started in like 2013. I believe you could buy it in places like Nordstrom Rack. But Road NYC, the clothing company, is asking a judge to force Haley's company to stop using the Road name to avoid harm to their brand. Here's where it gets juicy. Allegedly, Haley. Bieber knew about Road NYC years ago, I want to say like three, four years ago, called them up and said, can I buy the name from you? And they said, no, you know, we have worked this from the ground up. We're not famous. We don't really have the luxury of people knowing our name right off the bat. And we've been working on this for years. So they declined to sell Haley Bieber the licensing to the name Road. Looks like Haley didn't really care much about that conversation because she went ahead and did it anyways. Now, Road is Haley's middle name, so it's not like she completely ripped these people off, but a source said that she owns the trademark to the name for skincare while the other company owns the trademark for clothing. The company is like, okay, you know, it's not directly the same, but they're in the same space. They're under the same umbrella. Who's to say that Haley won't eventually expand her road brand into clothing or cosmetics or anything like that. So I have no idea how this is gonna play out. Not a lawyer. But there's this week's pop three. Next we're gonna get into a deep dive and boy oh boy is this a deep dive that truly I did not see coming. I know a lot of Bachelor Nation did not see coming. As you know, every single week on my Instagram at Morgan P Talks, I open up the floodgates for you. What is it that you want to know more details about? I mean, the overwhelming response this week were the Bachelor Nation breakups. The question comes to us from Alicia.
0: Hey Morgan, this is Alicia from Buffalo, New York. So we definitely need a deep dive on these bachelor breakups. First, Michelle and Nate, and now Katie and John. Like, what is going on? I get so invested into these couples. I'm obsessed with the show. I always go to your page and your podcast to keep up on everything that is going on. So I am excited to see what we can dig up. Thanks. Thank you, Alicia.
1: Love you like a sis. Let's start with Katie and John. About four or five days ago... I had maybe four DMs from people asking about Katie Thurston and John Hersey before they split up. People were saying, Oh, I haven't seen anything on social media. Katie hasn't been posting John. Like, what's the deal? And I was like, No, they're fine. Katie had announced recently that she was going, that she did go on a month social media hiatus. I think she just came back online like last week and she said, you know, I've spent the past 30 days really working on myself. We'll get into that. But in my opinion, that's a pretty obvious reason for her not to be posting her boyfriend on social media 24-7. She took 30 days off social media like it all checks out. Then what do you know? Katie posts the cryptic Instagram caption or story, whatever it is. We were like, oh, Mm -mm." We need to look into this a little bit more. It was so vague. It was statement. We aren't together. And we're like, what? Like, is she talking about John? Is she talking about the teacup pig that she was holding in the in the slide before that? Like, it was so vague and kind of nonchalant. But then John later clarified in a much longer Instagram post that they're no longer together. If you are an avid listener of MPT, you know that we read Instagram captions posts at least once podcast. Not gonna do it today. You know why? Because it's on my Instagram. If you wanna read the whole entire post, you know where to find it, at Morgan P Talks. So this one really was out of left field. I gotta tell you, I was shocked. No warning signs, except for you sleuths. In the DMs, there were some things that we might've missed. The first one being the social media break, which people do need to do from time to time. But going back and looking at her caption that she wrote when she came back, I just spent the last 30 days offline in order to really focus on my friends, my family, but most importantly, myself. Okay. Sounds normal. Then some others noticed online that Katie was making banana bread on June 12th. <gasps> Clutch your pearls. Can you believe she's making banana bread? Some of you are like, Morgan, are you on crack? No, I'm not on crack. But what's so significant about that? When Katie and John were together, they were vegan. So... Banana bread, not really something that would be in Katie's diet. She did a whole reel on how to make some. John commented on that video. Something, something like insignificant, like that said chaos or something. I don't know. So, I mean, are those huge clues? Not at all. I mean, not by any stretch of the imagination, but they could be baby clues. Katie's statement, some people had an issue with. Some people are like, she's the worst. This is why we don't like Katie. This is why I like Katie. You know why? I don't need three paragraphs on how you still love and respect each other and you're going through a hard time and yada, yada, yada. Even if all of those things are true, I don't need to, I don't need to know that. The only thing I need to know, are you guys together? Are you not? That's what she told us. You know what I'm saying? And not to mention, I mean, she's had to do this before with Blake. And they did the whole, let's post the same statement at the same time. And, you know, it'll be a little bit more warm. Like, we don't need the warmth; Just let us know what's going on. I don't want to say that I was annoyed by the DMs. Because trust me, I never am. I love when you guys DM. But I can imagine if I, me, like a little nobody in this corner of the internet, was getting DMs about Katie and John, you know, being broke up. Can you imagine what her DMs looked like? She probably was like, over it statement we're not together just to like get people to chill out you know social media never sleeps so another viral moment that's going around someone commented on something that said i feel like katie is the reason she can't get a guy mean first of all and john fiercely defended her and this was after it all came out he said you'll speak a minute." okay john is like really smart and sometimes when i read his captions or his responses, I'm like, I don't know what that's saying. I literally just had to look up one of the words. I have it here on my Google autoplay because he says you will speak a finite. 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 Yeah, sure. You will speak a finite number of words throughout your life. I urge you to speak more kindly, especially about someone you don't know. I've never been so supported or unconditionally loved by a partner. Assuming and implying that Katie is doing something wrong does not sit right with me. The internet can be a mean place, let's not add to it. As Chanel Ion would say, period, dot. So he's still defending Katie, which makes me feel like they're on okay terms. When I read Katie's statement, I thought they're not on okay terms because, I mean, no warmth to it at all, like I said. Um, and I can't tell you much, but I can tell you that they are okay. I don't know the intricacies of their friendship or how much they are or are not talking, um, but I can tell you that they are on speaking terms. It hasn't been like this cut this person off cold turkey situation. Um, That's all the inside tea that I can tell you. Does that mean that I think they'll get back together? I don't know. This one is so strange because we saw no real warning signs. But here we are. Speaking of warning signs, we saw a million with Michelle and Nate. And I'll just start by saying, of course, I'm upset about this breakup. I've always been a really big Michelle fan. I really liked her on Matt James' season. I never really thought that Michelle and Nate were going to last. He didn't seem, honestly, good enough for her. (laughs) Or ready to be her husband. That might be mean, but that's just my opinion. There's been like murky waters around these two for a long time. So Nate and Rodney Matthews, who was on Michelle's season as well, appeared on an episode of Bachelor Happy Hour in May, um, which kind of started ringing alarm bells that things might not be great between Nate and Michelle. I mean, Michelle hosts Bachelor Happy Hour, and she said to Rodney on that episode, Rodney, you have seen Nate more than I have this month. Okay, sometimes couples like don't really see each other that often, but then a few weeks later, Michelle was seen without her engagement ring, and it kind of became a huge deal online. She was a little bit defensive in her stance on i will i think it was I think she was saying something like my friend wanted to try it on why are you guys over analyzing my every single move? Why are you nitpicking everything? Don't believe everything you see on social media. Sometimes people take their rings off which I got. I'm engaged. I'm not even wearing my ring right now. Like sometimes you do take it off. It just happens. But maybe it was a bit of a a triggered reaction because there was some things going on behind the scenes. In both of their statements, which I'm not going to read. I made an oath. They emphasized that the relationship was genuine and that they need privacy to deal with the breakup. Okay. All right. Sure. I believe that they loved each other. I believe that they're sad about this breakup. Do I think that that means they were in it for the long haul? Not really, but now everybody is wondering about that $20,000 for a down payment on a house. They were the first Bachelor Nation couple to ever get that kind of check from the franchise to move in together. It was assumed or even said that Nate would be joining Michelle in Minnesota. The move never happened. They broke up before they ever purchased a house. And as of this month, Nate is still living in Texas. This is unchartered territory when it comes to what they're going to have to do with the money. I would think that they would have to return the money. I would assume that it is kind of like a Neil Lane ring situation where if you break up anytime, you know, if you're together for two or more years, you can keep it. If you break up before that, then you got to give it back. That's the only really thing that we can compare it to because we know if they do break up, they can't keep the ring. So that would be my prediction that they have to give the money back um, to Bachelor Nation. No word on if they've spent it or what's going on. Who knows? Who knows? Like I said, I'm not as shocked about Nate Michelle as I am about Katie and John. Just didn't see Nate being a Midasodian. Could be wrong about that, but there you have it to wrap up this week's episode. We want to talk about season one of the Kardashians on Hulu. I recruited some help with this joined now by Geneva and Justine of the escape to reality podcast, Geneva and Justine. Thank you so much for joining MPT this week.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here.
1: Were you all excited when you saw that the Kardashians were coming back to Hulu? I mean, they were They were only gone for a year.
0: I'm not going to lie. I stopped watching the old, (laughs) the E-Kardashians. I was just, I couldn't deal with it anymore. So I had stopped. So it was like actually coming back to like, you know, familiar friends for me personally. I mean, you know, everything that's happening in the Kardashian world without even watching the show. So I felt like I was tuned in um, regardless, but it felt fresh to me. I don't know. I think Justine was more excited than me initially. Am I wrong?
2: (laughs) I had stopped watching too, but once I I saw the opening footage and seeing it was shot different I I was excited but
0: I think what they did was smart because they made it seem like we were getting more behind the scenes and less like set up conversations and then like I don't know if we'll talk about this but I saw online that like at the end the family meeting was filmed two months later so it's like they're trying right but I think the cracks are showing a little bit we were like uh oh maybe it is kind of still I mean it is manufactured but I still enjoyed it more I don't know it felt different
1: I really liked that it was 10 episodes. I know a lot of people online were saying like, oh, it's too short. But I feel like when you start to get past 10, when you start to get to like the three, four month mark, I feel like that's when they're really, you know, stretching for content, really kind of Mm -hmm. looking for things to fill episodes. And this felt a little bit quicker to me.
0: Yeah. If it had been longer, we would have gotten more like doctor's appointments and Mm -hmm. let's go shopping for more baby clothes. Like I think they did the right balance of time.
1: You guys were talking about it a little bit ago. That like the opening scene. I remember watching, you know, the opening credits and I was like, Oh my God. Like, is this not the greatest thing that we've ever seen from the Kardashians? But I feel like honestly, and this is going to sound super shady. I feel like that was that the best part of
2: the whole entire season?
0: <laughs> you guys, you might be right.
2: <laughs> when she drives her car out of the the building and it's all just going crazy. That was what I remember the most liking it. So I agree. Yeah, the it.
0: drone, the drone footage, like flying from each house. You're like, yes. Yeah, I, I office, think my favorite part there, and
2: yeah. the refrigerator and all the lights. Yeah.
0: I think the best part, honestly, to me of the whole thing was showing the sh- sheer opulence. Like, I feel like sometimes in the old show, they tried to avoid like how wealthy they are and like Mm -hmm. seeing their, like the new homes. And every time they drive up, it's in a new car. Like I almost appreciated that. Like, yeah, stun on us. Show us how much (laughs) fun you have. I was okay with it. All
1: right. I want to go through the big storylines with each sister and kind of get your thoughts on them all. So we'll start with Kylie because she was just totally non-existent. And I mean, we all know that Kendall and Kylie are not reality stars in the same way that they're sisters you know courtney kim and chloe are um now there are of course some rumors that she was edited out because of right. Astro World. there was rumors that she was not really going to be
0: all that involved anyways correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like they haven't been like kendall and kylie have always been like periphery on the show mm-hmm. you know and it felt like just in particular, maybe because she's pregnant. She did that. Like, I'm going to step back. I'm going to delete my social media. Like maybe she's on that vibe. And so mm-hmm. she wasn't into it. But I think they shouldn't even be advertised as part of the show because they're barely yeah. there.
1: Justine, were you disappointed that we didn't see much of
2: Kylie? No, I I could care less about <laughs> watching Kylie. I would be maybe more interested in a, a true business meeting with Kylie. Mm-hmm. Yes, the that business I would be side, in. To yep. see the profit loss statements. But I really could care less about her personal life because I don't believe it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same. I don't think it would be real. Um, but Kendall,
1: did you all think that the health and wellness stuff was just as random as I thought it was? It also like
0: just the way she was saying it too, was bothering me. Like I don't know the way she phrased it. Like, I'm just like, I'm so into like my, my health and like, that's it. Like, it's just that. And it's like, what is that? Everybody's trying to be like, I don't, you have all these gadgets. I don't know. Again, it seemed like who cares? I I don't care. I want to see her like in a, in a modeling contract meeting mm. or like, you the know, like giving, the scenes, yes. Right. Yeah. Behind the scenes doing a fitting with virtual, you know, like I want to see that kind of stuff. Yes. I don't, I don't need to see her faking that she's getting an IV in like a different state. I don't know.
1: I really think that, cause every time we saw Kendall, it was just this random thing. I love health. I love wellness. I think that's <laughs> yeah. going to like her next business venture, she's gonna
0: be pushed. Point two, yeah,
2: something yeah. like that is going to happen because it was just so random. I, I feel like she's forced into it. It's almost like she's held hostage by this family to be involved on this show <laughs> to
0: participate. Yeah, but do you think
2: she really has to? Because like Rob doesn't at all. So I feel like if right. she really didn't want to, they wouldn't make I her. Feel like she wants to be part of the family, like when she was telling Chloe. Oh, my mom, mom doesn't answer my phone calls. Maybe mm-hmm. she just still wants to be involved. Let's do crap or Courtney
1: oh, I was, was going to say Travis, <laughs> but Courtney and Travis are one in the same these days. Uh, Lots of PDA. I mean, their engagement. It was a lot of navigating, blending, you know,
2: a family together and Scott. Justine, are you over Scott? You know, I loved watching Scott with the family. And there was a TikTok I just saw with them dancing. I'll never be over Scott. I f- want to. I don't want to hear about him whining about them but I love watching Scott in any capacity other than I, I guess too when he's whining but I yeah. I do love him I have a soft spot.
0: Yeah, me too. I was but I was entirely over Courtney and Travis. I like I couldn't take anymore. <laughs> I am like I and turned humping slowly. at the jingle bells uh, Yeah, it the was tongue? a lot.
1: It was a lot. By the too end much. I can't yeah, by the end when literally her mouth is just
0: open and and Travis yeah.
1: literally just sticks his tongue. It's like, why? <laughs>
0: why? It's just like, I would, if that was my sister, I would be throwing things at them while I'm sitting there, like pillows to the face, like enough. I can't take it. I, yeah, and imagine I it that.
1: being your daughter. Like like when they were doing the, the jingle Disgusting. bell stuff, like my mom would literally disown me if I did that I in would front of her. Her. Going back to Scott for just a second, because I am over the whole you know him and him and courtney storyline i think she was right when she said like it's been 7 years it's time to move on and and whatever what i really enjoy from scott is his friendship with chloe i feel like his Me best too. moments this season came mm-hmm. from whenever he and chloe were having their mm-hmm. heart to hearts and it's like you know the the first one i remember it was chloe checking on him and then the last one at the end of the season it was him checking on chloe so i feel like yeah. They truly are like, I mean, they're not blood, but they're brother and sister. Thinking of Chloe, uh, you know, her big storyline was her relationship with Tristan and she gets a lot of judgment for this. Do you think it's warranted?
0: I'm I think that a person shows you who they are and they've. He's shown her who he is at least twice before this incident, like at least that we know of, and I guarantee right. you, there's probably more. Hundred percent. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad that this happened to her, but I think yeah. the exit signs were very clear, and she stayed too long, and so she's got to stop. I don't Was know. She's surprised. I, I feel bad phone? that it happened, but
1: it seemed a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know if
2: fake would. Be the word i would use to
1: describe maybe, it maybe she was shocked
2: yeah it could be i still don't think she would go past all the messages on her phone and then call kim still without looking into what was happening first
1: can i also say that i thought it was really weird that kim said she emailed the article to chloe remember she was like yeah i sent it to your email like
2: have you checked your email Like, what?" Well, what Why a Daily Mail just- link, 95? like sh-
0: yeah. <laughs> shared by Gmail. I know that's hilarious.
2: That is a good uh, point. You would sc- you would send it via text message.
1: Besides <laughs> all the Tristan stuff, I actually really enjoyed seeing what Chloe does with Good American. I knew I knew like you know what her business was about, but I I didn't really see like the passion behind it until yeah. you know the second to last episode, and when she was casting the models and stuff. To me, that was one of the most memorable moments of the season.
0: I like Chloe. I mean, I've always liked her. I thought she's always been kind of like the center of the family. And I think she kind of showed that again. In this season, um, and I like I it almost made me want to buy Good American. I never have, but I was like, oh, maybe I should get a
1: pair of jeans. It's funny that you guys said that about Good American because I went to the mall like two days after I
0: watched the Kardashians. Oh, did you buy something?
1: I went looking for Good American, and I I was looking for a pair of black jeans for the summer like with one hole in the knee and I couldn't find any anywhere and they didn't have my size. But I found something else that I liked. It was like a denim jumpsuit, but it was $180 and I am oh. not on that pay level. Like you yeah, know, yeah. to be yeah, yeah. $180 gonna an every
2: jumpsuit? day. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but someday I
2: will be become a painter.
1: Last but certainly not least we have Kim. I feel like we we got the most Business content from mm-hmm. Kim, whether she was doing mm-hmm. her Vogue shoot, her Skims shoots. I thought it was really fun to see her prepare for SNL. Um, what was your guys' favorite moment from Kim this season?
0: Her passing the baby bar in Red Lobster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I liked that. I think I liked seeing her. Yeah, like in the business settings. Like I thought. It, I guess what really struck me most was like how she talked about. Like it was like she was coming out of a cult from her relationship with Kanye. Like <laughs> I got to figure out who I am yeah. and like what my style. And it's like, what the hell, Kim? Like you're, yeah, that's you're like Kim Kardashian. Too, like yeah. right. That part was fascinating to me. Like even the way she was talking about like getting dressed. Like what do I wear? What do I like? That it like, is what? fascinating. Right. Yeah. So it- I thought I thought that was really interesting. And I thought being in her archive closet was like yeah wild. Where it's just $30, like, 000 why do you have a- worth of clothes? So it's interesting when people think ahead like that. Like she's truly thinking like in somebody's going to want to see everything I've ever worn when I'm dead.
1: We Uh, also do get a little bit of Pete content, you know, especially after the credits got done rolling, we hear him talk about, you know, seeing Kim and all of her glory. We'll just put it that way. (laughs) Do you think that he will be on the next season of keeping up?
0: 100%. Yeah.
1: I think all signs lead to the fact that he is, I mean, the fact that he quit SNL, this season to do what, like to do more movies. I know it's not like he's in every movie he's, I think he's done. I don't know how much he's done. I don't want to like slander his acting name. Yeah. Um, I don't know either, but I just find the timing coincidental that that he would leave SNL right now, you know, six months into dating Kim Kardashian, who Mm -hmm. has the biggest show on Hulu. So I think definitely I'm not the biggest key lover. Um, I do like this different side of Kim that we're seeing. I like, you know, when she Mm -hmm. said, I I can go outside with no makeup and I don't care what I look like. And I think that she deserves that. I can't imagine it would be a fun (laughs) way. Yeah. Like (laughs) every one of us, you know, I can't imagine the pressure that she kind of has been like mind warped into some of it by Kanye. Some of it I think might be her own doing. I also just feel like Kim knows what the people want. And Mm -hmm. I think she knows that people want Keats. And that puts me off to it.
0: I think she's very smart that way. And she's giving people just the right amount to pretend like she's maintaining privacy, like even on social, you know, like she's putting up like videos of them. Like she is giving the people what what they want. Um, But she also does seem like happy. So hopefully it's like a solid relationship. It's hard to believe still. I know like
2: anything against Pete Davidson, but I just.
0: I think it might be. I don't think this is going to be the one. I think this maybe is like a phase. Like he's dated a lot of women and maybe like he serves a purpose for these like a (laughs) period of time. I don't know. I'd be interested. What if if they're together in 30 years? I don't know. Uh,
1: Let's get into some conspiracy theories. So we talked a little bit about that family meeting that was staged. And this obviously was in the final episode of the Kardashians. It was right after, um, Chloe got the news that Tristan was having a child with another woman. Um, the internet sleuths kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together that based on the outfit that Courtney was wearing, um, she was photographed by paparazzi The manicure
2: People people are
1: nuts that it was actually two months after the fact that, you know, it happened. Um, do you think that this hurts the validity of the show that people. Realize that this was not how it actually went down.
0: Yes, but I think also we know this, right? Like nobody's right. watching the Kardashians thinking they're getting real reality. And I think like it's almost you <laughs> right. kind of have to at this at this point you just have to be like, "Oh, yeah, makes sense." <laughs> I, I like I was not shocked and I would expect it to no. happen again.
1: Another big, you know, point of contention, I guess you could say this season was Kendall going to Miami with Hailey Bieber getting her liquid IVs and uh, the World timeline. So the way that they portrayed it in the show was, you know, allegedly that Kendall had gone to Miami and that's why she had missed Chris Jenner's birthday dinner um, online people put the pieces together and said, well, Chris's birthday is on November 15th. Astroworld is also on November 15th. Um, so do you think this. that she was really in Miami or do you think that that was their no way, way to get around that?
0: Yeah, I think, I think it was to get around it. Uh, Cause I, I read that like, yeah, that she was, I didn't read the Astroworld connection, but I read that like, it wasn't in Miami, but it was like another time. But so, so then she would be in Houston, right? That's yeah. what they're implying interesting mm-hmm.
2: well, what happened what, and see very that's the other thing deal with a lot of legal lawsuits. absolutely but
0: like that 100%. could have been shown
2: why don't we why don't I if think you want to be real serious lawsuit so it's not just yeah yeah yeah. they're definitely so it's I like think class action they're really yeah travis scott's probably like oh hell no
1: yeah i'm not, right. going,
2: I'm not doing time in the slammer for uh, you people yeah and i totally
1: understand them not talking about it them you know not saying that kendall was there I just think faking a Miami storyline. Yeah. Why? Right. Yeah. Why? It just seems really odd. Kylie was edited out of the episode completely. We didn't get one reason why she wasn't at Chris Jenner's birthday party and no one cared. No one was like, well, you know, why isn't Kylie there? Where is Kylie? Everyone was like, why are they saying Kendall is in Miami when she wasn't, yeah. you know? So it's like, I, I-, I was just very confused so by we the choice.
0: Yeah. And also that scene, scene, like in five right. years, is somebody could be like, oh my god, you remember that one time Kendall was like getting an IV? Like <laughs> it just cut it out. To
1: wrap up the episode, um, what's your overall thought on season one? I liked it. I more. liked it. And
0: yeah. I found it an enjoyable, easy watch. I wasn't getting annoyed like I was with the previous one. So I liked the new format. It felt fresher, even though it's the same. <laughs> so it was a mastery, really. It same is. people, so- same. <laughs> It's just a mind trick. <laughs> well, thank you both so much
1: for joining MPT this week. I had a blast talking all things Kardashians with you. Can you let my listeners know where they can find you on social media
0: and listen to your podcast? We're escape reality podcast. Anywhere you get pods, you'll find us. Spotify, Apple, all those things. Um, Instagram escaped reality podcast and look for Morgan coming to our podcast. Right yes, now. Morgan's going to join us soon. Yeah. So we're That's- excited. We're doing a pod swap, but thanks for having us. It was a blast.
1: All right, that does it for another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks. I am so grateful that you are here. If you love the show, please rate, review, subscribe, send it to a friend. Spread the love, baby. We're trying to grow this thing. We're trying to take over the freaking world. So like I said, kindly, please leave a review, a little five-star rating. Boop, boop. Just got tapped five stars and boom, you're done. Crystal clear, you're out of here. All right, I will see you back next week on another episode of MPT. Love you like a sis.
0: Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your
1: summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment. So you can hop on another ride like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com/coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily
0: tickets starting at $39.99. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator.
2: Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear.
0: Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.